All right, welcome to Tuesday Show. My name is Ultra David. And I am James Chen. How's everybody going? So, one thing I want to add is that, you know, with Mike Ross and Gutex, they have their own show. We decided to do our own version called Excellent Adventures. <laughs> so, say, say you're my brother. You go across the Pacific Ocean to Thailand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the very first time, someplace I've never been. You think to yourself, "What is it that I should get my two brothers <laughs> to commemorate this occasion that my fiance and I spent time in Thailand, traveling around the country? What gifts would they enjoy from Thailand? <laughs> what about matching egg shirts? <laughs> Why not? Why not matching egg shirts? So I thought, you know what? Fine." I I'll, feel I'll like, wear the egg shirt. I feel like that's something Z could wear. Uh, yeah, I could see that, actually. I think that's something that Z could wear, yeah. Uh-huh. So I have matching egg, egg shirts, and my brother and I hung out last weekend. Family was in town for Passover, yada, yada. Right. We went out to do stuff, to, like, shopping, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we wore the egg shirts, the matching <laughs> egg shirts. And he brought a secondary shirt in case he chickened out and, like, couldn't handle everybody looking at us being like, out, why are these two guys wearing the same egg shirts? But if he chickened weird. out, that he should be wearing the egg shirt, right? Nice. Anyway, that's the story. So, we're going to talk about these things. Teabagging, Northern California Regionals 2017, uh, Injustice 2 stuff, pretty cool character uh, exposés and whatnot, and uh, other assorted events and games. Mm-hmm. As you can see, the Steves are not here. Yeah. They're on their way over to... Atlanta for uh, no, it's not, it's, is that not true? They were there, and then TCC teleported over here for the ESL broadcast, and then he teleported back. Well, I was trying to imply that he was here earlier today. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll go with that then. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about teabagging. It comes up as we'll get to maybe in NCR results. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened a lot this past weekend in Street Fighter. It's yeah. been happening. A lot of different people have been doing it, and now it's it's like a virus. I feel right. that more people are uh, so like to get the right idea. So knuckle do started teabagging at some point towards the end of last year, and it became a knuckle do thing. And then punk sort of adopted it now. So punk has been teabagging a lot. In fact, in the team tournament NCR, he teabagged Fudo like five times in the team tournament yeah. because he stunned him like five times, and he would drop combos to teabag yeah. him and and everything. And then eventually. He lost to XYZZY, who counter-teabagged him, yeah. which then prompted Fudo to do manual, actual human teabags, yes. which then led to Gamer B during his intro to do teabags, which led to Punk to also teabag a bunch of times during Top 8. Yeah, he teabagged a crazy amount of times versus mm-hmm. LPN. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And in fact, a there was one point where they were a screen away, and he was teabagging for about a total of like 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah. Then he EX Command Dash and got the throw. Yes, he did. That was, <laughs> was an embarrassing moment for all of us, I Yes, felt. yes. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on this whole explosion of teabaggery? So, I quote... Um, uh, God, I'm so mad right now that I can't remember his name right now. Uh, the, the villain from Incredibles. Oh, I don't shit. remember either. Bad Guy Jones. I know it begins with an S, right? 
but he was talking about the whole thing that he's trying to turn everybody into superheroes because when everybody's super, nobody is, right? right? Okay. And that's kind of how I feel about teabagging. You okay. know, teabagging is effective when used sparingly. If you teabag syndrome, thank you, thank oh, you. When you teabag too much, it loses its effect and it becomes meh. It's just not exciting anymore. Now, the interesting thing about this, I'll get into this a little bit later, is I did talk to Punk about it a little bit after the mm. tournament was over. We were, I was getting some. Uh, I didn't ask him directly. He was just talking about it. But what are your thoughts on the whole entire thing? So well, I I'm fine with teabagging. It's not that I'm opposed to in-game taunts or anything like that. In fact, people if they wanted to use actual taunts, I'm fine with that too. Uh, I don't. I would not want to ban it or anything like that. But I do definitely think that it's getting played out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it's too much. It's too much. It's not. It's not as funny. It's not as interesting. To the extent that it ever had any actual value in games, mm -hmm. I feel like it's getting bled dry. <laughs> so I think that's more of my objection to it, is just that I'm, I'm just like, eh, it's enough. Right. Now, so here's the wrinkle on the whole thing. I talk, well, Punk was talking to somebody about, about this, and I came up and started talking to him, and what he had said was, one of the reasons why he does it is because he doesn't feel like the game offers enough avenue for him to express himself. Interesting. And I've thought about it. And so me, I think it was me and Crackling were doing commentary during the team tournament. And we yeah. joked if Daigo had, when he stunned someone, we're like, oh, he should teabag him. Like, if Daigo teabagged somebody, this would be the funniest damn oh, thing man. ever, right? Yeah. And I thought about it. And what Punk said about having no avenue to express yourself I started thinking about it, and I was like, Daigo has teabagged someone before in the past. Except, in Street Fighter Four and previous games, you had the avenue to express yourself. Daigo's version of teabagging was doing that stupid 20-some hit combo on Momochi. Because it was a waste of meter, it was completely pointless, he was totally winning the round, and he should have just stopped the combo partway through because he should have saved meter. But instead, he did this big old long combo because he got the style on him and he got to show off in that way. And so he was able to kind of, there's a little bit of tauntiness to that when you get to body someone that way. We've seen it from Gamerby. Gamerby has expressed this many times that he doesn't feel like he can express himself, but sometimes he'll do like that jump attack and the strong and the medium kick and the jab and the uppercut and the uppercut with, with Adon yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Crazy combos in the corners. So right. Punk, Punk's point is that players don't have the ability to style on it. That was the original T-Bag, which is you styled on them. Interesting. There's no styling in Street Fighter V. There's just zero styling in this game. Yeah, I guess. And I and I get that. Like yeah, I yeah. told I mean, remember, I mean, Knuckles even said he teabagged because he doesn't know how to taunt in the game. <laughs> He's never learned how to do what that. What is it all? So. It's all the buttons, right? Yeah, it's, uh -huh. just, all it's just all six buttons, yeah. which is kind of a silly way to yeah, do that. Totally. So, yeah, uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a good reputation for that. Uh, I just, I think that that's a problem. I definitely think that there's not. Uh, I don't think that there was any reason to like. There's just no way for people to do cool things. You know what I mean? And 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 even the interview with Bonchan, 
yeah, just recently came out. Bonchan was just like, you can't individualize yourself in this game. That was an interview with Born Free. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very good job uh-huh. over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good point. Um, I guess, I, you know, I'm not sure that it's entirely without that kind of stuff. For example, if I'm feeling like somebody is an idiot, then, and I'm Eve, I'll do something like, <laughs> uh, like a Roundhouse into V-Trigger Spin, into instead of actually getting the hits, just like going for the reset command. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, like, uh, not a good idea. Right. But like, right. you're an idiot. You're going to mm-hmm. get, you know what I mean? So I feel like there probably are mix-ups like that for more characters, but uh, yeah, I mean, certainly there are fewer, there's less style... Mm-hmm. In terms of combos, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if if that's if that's the reason, then I get it. I think that's uh, yeah. But I mean, there is also that aspect that I think that Punk just wants to be a jerk, right? I mean, there's definitely I think that so too. Aspect sure. To that. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, why? Well, even if he were being a jerk via some combo, he the point of, mm-hmm. of it is to be a jerk, right? right? I mean, yeah. That's yeah the point exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, why don't I? As, as as far as taunts go, taunts have some. You're you're committing. There's commitment yeah, in a taunt yeah, yeah. that uh-huh. lasts some number of frames. Right. I don't know that I've ever seen almost any of the taunts in this game yeah. in Street Fighter Five, so I don't even know how long they last. But you're you're committing to some time when you're doing that. Right. Uh, so maybe that's a better way to style because <laughs> you have to. You're saying like I don't yeah. care. That so you here, get it on me now. I think it was Yipes who put out a tweet recently that he was just like. One, teabagging has to go, and two, the word thuggery has to go, because he was just ah. like, this just doesn't really have any, there's just, we're wearing it out. It's not even yeah. funny anymore. Makes and sense. some people were even arguing that teabagging while the opponent is stunned is like the least committal thing. Like, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like taunting from behind the computer screen because you, your opponent literally can't do anything. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Now, when Punk does it, he out, he drops combos yeah. and then teabags. So there is something to that. And to be honest with you, it's affecting the gameplay. Like him teabagging for 15 to 20 seconds is what got him into the command throw to throw LPN. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. Right? Okay. He might have been sitting there thinking to himself, "Okay, he might try to dash in," but instead he was teabagging that whole entire time. So there is a reason to do it, and I don't think it's wrong. Like I don't think it should be banned. Of course not. Right. Of course not. I just think it's getting played out. That's yeah. just all it is. I agree with point. that. So I- I'm thinking back to other games that didn't have that long combo way to uh, to style on people. Like in Street Fighter Four, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, in Third Strike, I feel like I there's almost no long combos in that game outside of like two or three characters. Mm-hmm. It's almost all like two or three hits. So, but I still feel like I can be a big jerk. Yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of style combos in Third Strike. Though. There, there certainly were. There certainly were. If you got a stun in the corner, yeah. Right. I mean, there's certainly like young, weird situations. Young, Post Soriran, flip on Q, right? Yun is a great character for that, right. but for the most part, almost all of the characters outside of weird corner situations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do three hit combos, or right. basically how it goes. One, maybe two hits, then you can turn them into whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, but I don't think that that game lacked for jerkery at all. I felt like that game was like such a jerks game. It, that's the parry, though, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's a big part of it, but 
I don't know that that's all of it. I think there was just a style of play where you could be extremely aggressive in ways <laughs> that weren't good ideas, right. maybe. I don't know. It's kind of hard to put into words, but as, as a third-strike player, I can recognize somebody who thinks the other person is a terrible player, even if they're not parrying, even if they're not doing long combos. It's like I see that style of play. So I, I wonder if that will develop at some point in Street Fighter V, but I mean, certainly... Point taken that it doesn't have the the combos route to show that right. somebody's an idiot. I mean, for, for everyone that I've talked to who is a big fan of Third Strike and is a fan of the the jerkery factor yeah. of that game, do it because they they always say I like that because I can always call out their obvious attacks and parry them. Parry is a huge part for and sure. Parry is kind of what makes them add to that jerkery, you it's, know, yeah. kind of thing. It definitely so, does. Mm-hmm. Definitely does. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I can be a jerk in, in many games. And I feel like I can be a jerk in ST, and like you would see it, you would like recognize it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know that I've seen that in Street Fighter Five because I feel like, uh, in in part, maybe, maybe it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, to be honest with yourself, maybe it doesn't exist. The other alternative is maybe we haven't developed uh, enough yet to to recognize it, to to deviate from the norms in some way. Right. Like we haven't established the norms well enough. To then deviate from the norms in ways that show the other person, I think you're stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, doesn't have the combos. So if you're if you're looking for some route immediately, then right. I guess there you go. Yeah, Makes sense I mean, to me. in just in terms of T-Bat, someone asked in the chat like, how do we feel about like people who? Uh, oh man. Bronson's in the chat. What's going on, Bronson? <laughs> but um, <That's> weird. <laughs> but um, what some people were saying was, um, someone's asking, what do you? How do you think that it, it it appears to outside people coming in? Like, let's say they've never watched a fighting game. They're like, oh, let me check this out. You know, I just watched E League. This looks interesting. And here yeah. comes this NCR thing. And then you go and watch it, and people are teabagging all over yeah. the place, right? I mean, I saw uh, one of the esports managers in Japan, like. She had a tweet that she was like, I literally had to go and explain to my boss what teabagging is. Thanks, FGC, LOL, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, this, this is kind of the situation, That's right? true. So. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess that doesn't exist in Japan, maybe, but certainly it exists in North America and mm-hmm. Europe because it's not like fighting games came up with teabagging in the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's something that we borrowed from other scenes. So uh, if somebody is familiar with video games, I feel like they're probably familiar with teabagging. I don't think that that's something that's... <laughs> That's brand new right. for most people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you're if you're brand new, then I, I don't know. You're brand new to the whole thing, so. It's, but do you think it makes it look bad? Does well. I guess I'm not sure. Because I know I know there's probably so, like a lot of the Asian players probably do consider it kind of disrespectful. Probably. Right? Yeah. Probably. Because, uh, I mean, they they took that away post-death hits yeah. in Street Fighter 4 because they considered that disrespectful, that, right? That was so upsetting. Yeah. That was so upset. That was a good way to show the opponent that they're an idiot. That's what I do in Third Strike. That's one of the ways in, that oh, I do yeah, it in Third Strike. Yeah, uh-huh. I hit them with the dumbest things post-KO, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Q, big old stand strong, swipe, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. terrible buttons. Uh, but the only reason that people understand that, that they get that I'm telling them that they're idiots is that that is outside of the norm of what you do. Mm-hmm. They have to know the game. They have to know it already. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, again, I feel like that will probably develop in Street Fighter V, but 
It might not, and in any case, it probably hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay. I don't know. Do you think that there's any long-term round? Because I remember at KI Cup, remember they wanted to ban teabagging. Yeah, for they a did, but whatever. And then after all, people did teabag, and it was no <laughs> big deal. People thought it was funny. I really don't think that it's that big of a deal. Uh, certainly, in real life, trash talking is more effective if you want to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely more confrontational. Like 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 a Bronson trend, like like right? what Bronson did at NCR. Bronson is a jerk. Dude. Yes, right. Uh, <laughs> people didn't see during Tekken at NCR. He was mic'd up. I don't even know the story behind that, but uh-huh, he was mic'd uh-huh. up uh, to the stream, and so the stream could hear him <laughs> being a jerk. But he was playing. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, that is definitely more effective. But typically, people on stream can't see it that well or can't hear mm-hmm. it that well. Sometimes you can, but sometimes not. Usually not. I don't know. Again, I feel like it's probably not that big of a deal, but it. Uh, I think it's a good. It's a good point that Punk made that he's looking for some way to style, and he's yeah. like, "This is all he has right now." Yeah, so. he, he he said he really wants to try to find a way to in, show off individuality, yeah. and he said that's basically the the only way that he can think of right now. I yeah. Guess. Okay. So. Okay. Makes sense to me. All right. Well. Uh, I mean, we've kind of just been, do you want to just jump into NCR or do you want to sure. uh, else you take want? a break first before we go into NCR? Yeah, or? let's just do the thing. <laughs> All right, hang yeah, on. Yeah, keto sounds really tough. What's that? Keto, that diet. I don't remember what it stands for. What is the keto diet here? Sorry, hang on a second. I didn't get a chance. Oh, the results. Yeah, so I, I didn't go. Right. to NCR. I was doing yes, family yes, stuff this yes, weekend. Yes. You did. Mm-hmm. You were there. What were your thoughts even before we get to results? Uh, NCR will and always will be, it feels like, probably the most uh, laid back grassroots of the premiere events. Mm. And, you know, as much as I enjoy NCR and I love NCR, like, it's it's tough because, one, it's nice that there is one of the events that is still kind of, like, it's still, I mean, jerkery is a good word to use to describe a lot of the, 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 the mentality there. It's not that they're trying to be mean, but it's like old school fighting game yeah, mentality. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. So there's that. But at the same time, like, it's the size of it, the attendance of it is never necessarily as large as a lot of the other events. So I wonder, like, should it maintain its premiere status? I remember... Last year, we both thought that it probably should not, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, but again, I had a great time there. I had a lot of fun. Um, it's just, like I said, it's it, it does have that very, it has that feeling again where you're at a tournament and you feel like you know most of the people there, you know, cool. and everything like that. So it has that old feeling and, you know, you get to see old school guys there too, like Bronson showing up yeah. out of nowhere and like winning tournaments and stuff yeah like well that, that's so. that might be the surprise but right he should go to ncr come on dude but that's the thing right ncr is in sacramento so half the people who are in san francisco don't go because it's too far because it's I like an hour to two hour drive right. come on which is like my god it's so far dude i come don't on. so many of the people who showed up they were like oh, i drove all the way from san francisco come on. and i was like how long did it take you it's like man with traffic it was like two hours oh I'm like, we did that every week to get to freaking Super Arcade, you know? Come on. <laughs> it's not an out-of-state tournament. 
Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but I will say that the area is much nicer because they moved the stadium over there. So the, the King Stadium. Oh. So literally, like, you can walk to the King Stadium in, like, two minutes from the hotel. Same hotel as last year? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Same hotel that it's been for years. And, yeah. and, the, and the interesting thing is, like, now that the stadium's there, they're developing the area. Right. Everything's under construction there. There's all these new restaurants. So it's starting to look a little okay. nicer. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, of course, there was also the other crazy thing that happened at the hotel. Like, so here's the thing, right? I like this place. I like this venue. We've been going there for like three or four years now. Since it's gone to Sacramento, it's always been in the same place. In fact, the the, the, the old shopkeeper dude who works in the little store over there, yeah. he recognizes everybody. Oh, that's, wow. Like, every time I show up, he's always like, hey, how's it going? Nice to see you again. Like, he's like the nicest, like, sweetest, the guy. Yeah, kindest, yeah. most gentle dude, he's right? Nice. Yeah. He's super cool. And, like, I like the venue. But then, of course, what happened was apparently a bolt just through time, got too old, and it shook loose because sprinkler valves vibrate naturally, and so a pipe just burst really, and flooded everything. I didn't realize that was the reason. I had heard that there was a fire on the roof. Was that yeah, not accurate? Yeah, apparently there wasn't. Like, I heard there was a fire, and then that there wasn't a fire, and then I heard that the pipe... Right. Yeah, there was all these different things, right. but basically, like, the whole top half of the hotel started flooding... And, like, uh, I was sharing a room with Esteban, right, the Besteban, and we were sitting there, like, we could see our carpet getting slowly soaked. And seriously, this was, like, 2 a.m. at night. I'm, like, ready to climb into bed and go to sleep, and I hear this big old loud knock on my door. And I'm like, what's going on? And the fireman opens up the door. He's like, it's the fireman. I was like, what the hell? How'd you get in my room, right? One. But then, two, I was, like, talking to him. He's like, yeah, it's leaking. How bad is it here? I'm like, it sounds like it's, like, literally the wall between the bathroom and the bed sounded like it was raining inside the wall. Like, when I was in the bathroom from the vent, you could actually hear it sounded like a rainforest inside the wall. (laughs) And, like, I was talking to the fireman. He's like, you can see it's a little soaked outside the door. And he's like, but it's not going to get any worse than your unit, right? It should be fine. I'm like, okay. Okay. The crazy thing is, this fireman, like, burst in the door. He's talking to me at, like, the loudest volume ever. And Esteban just was like... He slept? He slept through that whole thing. Wow. Okay. Now, I was like, huh, okay. But as I was getting ready to go to sleep and walking around, parts of the bedroom carpet started getting soaked. Mm. And then in the middle of the room, this small puddle showed up. Oh. And I was like, hmm. And there's no water dripping anywhere. It's literally through the floor just soaking in. So I put on my shoes and everywhere I walked... You could see wherever you walked, it was like, oh, time to absorb because you're walking. So there was like footprints like on the carpet wherever I was walking. That's a bummer. So I had to wake Esteban up and yeah. I was like, I think we need to move. You gotta get out of there. And then, but yeah, I had to get sucks. a new hotel room and then we had to move. I got like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Then woke up for 10 a.m. commentary and it was like. That sucks, man. But I can't even blame the hotel. Like, I can't even get mad. You know what I mean? Like, there would be one thing to be just like, stupid hotel, let's never go back again, bro. But this was, like, great all the other years. And, like, that pipe was going to break at some point in time, so... That sucks. But, yeah. What can you do? All right. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a bummer. That's for sure. I'm glad it wasn't too bad for you guys. Oh, man. Do you want to just go through the results there? Sure. Let's talk about the results, then. So... Oh, let me also... Well, I'll do it when we oh, get no. back there. Uh, oops. Okay. I watched a bit of it. I didn't completely ignore what was going on this weekend, although, again, I wasn't there, and I didn't get to see a lot of it, but mm-hmm. uh, I did watch 
top eights and uh, you know caught a little bit of it. Seemed like it was some good stuff, as we'll get to shortly. Yeah, I just need to find the window right there. Aha, uh -huh, wow. there it is. Right on time. Okay, and squeeze the window a little bit to shrink that. There we go. Perfect. Beautifully okay. framed. So, there we go. NCR. Let's talk about the results here. Here's all the streams, blah, blah, schedule. Results, Street Fighter Five. Let's go over the top eight. We had, in seventh place, we had Gamer B and Mago with Macaulay and Karen. Mm -hmm. uh, fifth place was LPN with M. Bison and Chris G with Guile. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth place, Bonchan with Nash. Pretty cool. Third place was Fudo with Armika. Second place, Liquid Knuckle Dude with Guile. And first place, seemingly like the, the best person on the planet right now, is hey. BG Punk. Remember my pick to win Capcom Cup? I do remember your pick to win Capcom Cup. It was Punk. pretty good so far. Hey, look, I, you could see how he developed last year from mm -hmm. summer to winter, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He went from, like, uh, some guy to one of the best in the, the country. Alpha, it was, yeah. like, so fast. <laughs> you had to think that would, that would continue, and certainly it is. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, it's good. Good job to him. What's really interesting is I was told that in the team tournament, after Punk basically blew up Fudo and teabagged him like five or six times, yeah. right, that Fudo was quoted as saying that he felt like Punk was the best in the world. Interesting. Yeah. But, you know, who knows if that was just because he got bodied by him. And well, it's he like, did, but... It's hey. that option select, right? Well, I lost because he's the best in the world. But, but, I mean, like, he's playing at another level. That guy never misses so. a crouching medium kick hit confirmed. And uh, and here's another thing too is that I really feel like the game is suit suited towards his style of play, mm. and that is the disrespect. Like I'm really starting to feel like Street Fighter Five is all about the disrespect. Okay. Because the players who succeed the most are the most disrespectful players, right? Hmm. Like Knuckle Dude's kind of disrespect, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I yeah. just mean their gameplay is like I don't care what you do, I'm just gonna overrun you. Smug Knuckle Dude, Punk Nemo. Hmm. Right? These are four guys who are just basically as just, you know, they kind of have this disrespect. Like Nemo in, early in Street Fighter V was sliding at people point blank with Vega, right? You know, he just That's has. Evil. Right, exactly. So, and then he won Topanga with Urien. So I just feel like that that's kind of what fits this game okay. style. And I think Punk kind of exemplifies that to the nth degree. Huh. And, I, and I, I feel like that it's it's I felt like it's that, and then also the people who have the most amazing read slash guess mix-ups, which are the Virtua Fighter players, which are Fudo and Itazan. Yeah. <laughs> Although they were, you know, maybe the best or yeah, exactly. They're good at everything. They're good at everything. Yeah, I actually would say that I, I thought these results, this top eight in particular, was a good show that the game affords more styles more play than I think people might have given it credit mm -hmm. for. Because I feel like those people play very different styles. I feel like Bonchan plays quite differently than, uh, than a punk does. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. Knuckle Dew and Chris G. Giles are quite different. I feel like Mago and Punk Karens are different. Gamer B plays a different style. Mm -hmm. LPN plays all sorts of different characters uh, and, and is quite different. Uh, some of those players win by having good footsies, and some win mm -hmm. by having amazing mix-ups. And I just I thought that that was a bigger takeaway personally, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, 
I thought it was a really good top eight. I, I was really happy for Punk, obviously. Awesome to right. see Bonchan do so well with Nash. Yeah. Uh, that character is, you know, not great, clearly, but um, but maybe more viable than I had thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't see anybody using him, and I don't play him myself, so I... Yeah, see, that's the thing, really that's right, like... So GTO Kira is saying this that he feels like you know he he's joking that Justin Long got kind of left behind pretty fast, but like to me it's getting to a point where I'm not surprised that like Justin and Daigo aren't doing well in the game because yeah. I just don't feel like the game is suited for them. I don't hmm. think the game is designed for them because I feel like the game puts you in rock paper scissors and coin flip situations constantly, right? It's literally every time you knock someone down that's the game, right? Sure. And whereas Justin and Daigo are good at reading patterns and conditioning opponents into doing things, the best players in Street Fighter V are the ones that can't get conditioned, right? But then you can't beat them outside of that because that's the game. You know, you knock them down and now you've got this mix-up. That's mm-hmm. the game, right? And so if you can't beat the people who are good at not being conditioned there's no way to tweak the game to your favor necessarily. That's how it, that's how it's starting to feel to me. That's how it's starting to Those feel. Those are two of the best all-time third strike players and the th- right. third strike is, mm-hmm. is essentially the same when it comes to that stuff. Okay. It's okay. basically about offense. There's almost no zoning in that game. It's about footsies into offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For almost every, even the bad characters. That's right. what it's about. Yeah. Even the defensive characters, that's what it's about. And those are the two two of the best. So I, I don't I don't know that that's it. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, I feel like those players are still among the best, but as I've often said, I feel like the new players are just better than the old players. Mm-hmm. I feel like the skill ceiling is higher. Very few of the older players are still dominating. Um, and I think that rather than a situation where Daigo and Justin and a handful of others are like dominating as they were in the mm-hmm. mid-2000s, for sure, now they're in that big bigger group of players that are like always going to be a threat to make top eights right probably going to win some tournaments here and there probably not going to win capcom but do you feel that way yeah do you feel feel like they're going to win a tournament here oh that i'm not so sure about yeah Yeah, see that's the thing right that's the thing it's like i feel like that they're at a significantly weaker position than i would expect them to be Mm. you know what i mean like i don't expect them to be at the level that they're playing at, given their history of skill. Yeah, like, I mean, certainly I would expect more for uh, more for them. Um, Justin looked quite good earlier. Uh, look, I, someone, GTO here is asking what happened to Balrog, Lord, and Urien, right? I mean, I've been talking about, I had a big old long conversation about this over the weekend as well. Like, why are they not being represented, right? Yeah. And it's just, the, the strongest players don't like using them. There's a weird problem with top players that they don't like using broken characters. Yeah, outside of character loyalty, right? But like, it's been a history. It's just a history. I don't know what it is. Players just when they know a character is really good, they don't like to use them. It really takes someone like Nemo to be like, "Screw you, I'm playing this character." (laughs) Yeah, right. Because if you think about it, Vanilla Sagat didn't win Street Fighter Four. Chun Li didn't win season one of Street Fighter Five. And I bring up this, like, here at Wednesday Night Fights, we play ST. We probably have the biggest ST scene yeah. in all of the country right now, right? We have, like, 30, 40 people playing ST week after week at Wednesday Night Fights. Nobody plays Old Sagat. Oh, yeah. Nobody plays Vega. 
I yeah. played Vega in the tournament to give people Vega practice. Ah. I have a shitty Vega, yeah. and I made top three with this character. Yeah, yeah. I killed everybody <laughs> with this because nobody knew how to fight him. Kuroda That's funny. is like playing Q. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, I'm the best, so well, I'm going to play Q, best, so. right? Yeah. Like, there's just something with top players that they don't like playing those characters that are considered too good unless A, they're like Nemo, or B, that's just who they play, like PR Balrog using Balrog. Like, I, there's just a weird problem. So, like, I was talking to someone, they were like, so you can't use top eight results as a means of judging how good a character is. That's often true, yeah. 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 I mean, look at Infiltration, right? Even during season one, remember, he was in an interview where he said, I don't want to use these characters because they're too cheap. They're too good. They're too powerful. Sure. Yeah, I remember. And I want to have more fun. Yeah. This is just a problem with top players. I don't know why that happened. So yeah. this, the fact that we see no Yurian, Balrog, or Laura has no indication on the on their level of where they are on the tier charts. Well, I, I certainly think that there is some of that. And, uh, I mean, it's getting stranger and stranger because there's so much money on the line that I feel like people right. are... It's, like, injurious to whether you pay the rent if you don't... <laughs> play the strongest if you can. Yep. So. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess my explanation for, for that would be more that uh, I think that over time, games tend to prioritize control over burst stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's basically the case in everything. Um, over time, characters that can control things better are, are little characters who do better. I feel like that's basically what happens here. Right. Karen, Guile, Nash, uh, Guile, Nikali, Karen, all those characters are the control type. Um, What's maybe on? Bison even is, I don't know, maybe Mika even is, honestly. Right. It's, it's weird. But What's weird, though, is that this only seems to apply to Street Fighter a lot of the times. Because, and the, the only, other, the only No, the, the, the people not using the top tier. Ah. The only other example I can think of is FAB with Potemkin. <laughs> but yeah. that's just because Some he's weirdo. used Potemkin his whole entire life, right? Yeah. But Marvel, everyone likes to be cheap. In Guilty Gear, everyone likes to be cheap. Well, if you think about it in Marvel, I mean... Not everybody plays the obviously best characters. I mean, uh, over time, I mean, we've seen people I have success with true. characters that are not maybe yeah. the best. Not terrible characters tend, tends not to right, be. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's more about control. And while I think the Balrog has a lot of control, mm -hmm. I think he's a, he's definitely a strong character. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're obviously all, all Yuri and Laura, <laughs> Balrog, all, right, all strong right. characters. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like they maybe over time don't control things as well as some of the rest of the characters in the cast, and they mm -hmm. more depend on some stuff to go their way. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's why a that's lot my of only uh, explanation. Probably really. why Nemo still has Guile as number one because Guile is a better control character. Yeah, and beats Yuri than anyone else. So yeah, yeah. Um, man, if you look at the rest of the results, by the way, there were strong players. So far down that list, <laughs> I gotta tell you, look, Haitani got seventeenth. He had just won. Whatever that previous major was, UFA, I believe. Yes, uh huh. He's 17th place, so. Oh, man. If you, I mean, you go all the way down to 25th, etc. There's. XYZZY is down here. Yeah, 801 Strider had just made top 8, right? Like, he just. K Brad down here. K Brad down there, right. Ugh, man. There were so many good players at this event. It, yeah. was, it was very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing, right? Like, Every pool was a death bracket. Yeah, oh Every pool was a death bracket. So, alrighty. 
Okay, and so Tekken 7, uh, top four, fourth place was Rip, go hey. Rip, third place was Punko, All right. and, and also, by the way, fifth place, just outside of this, was Tasty Steve. Ew, alright! Just outside, just missed it. Uh, second place was Peeling, uh-huh. with Xiaoyu in first place out of nowhere, I mean, they list him as Adark, Bronze, and Tran. Dude, he was on the stream, did you see his hoodie with the 10-0 logo on there? Oh, I didn't notice. Like, he, everyone was like, man, like, what? How, how did you get that? dumb jacket and literally there was a table full of Tenno stickers and he just took it and put it on his jacket oh, man. and it totally looked like an official jacket that I mean is, it looked stitched on too which is the craziest funny. thing so that's that makes total sense to me that was that was really fun for me to watch I gotta tell you yeah uh, I'm getting more and more hype for Tekken I know it's still mm-hmm. a couple of months away but uh, man, it is really fun to watch. <laughs> really, really fun to watch. Yeah, it's such a beautiful game. Yeah, and then, totally. And then, of course, Bronson was entertainment for days. Now, yes. granted, uh, Seglia said this will never happen again. <laughs> okay. He's like, this that was a one-time uh, thing, and they yeah, will never yeah. do it again. It was a good one. Yeah, and Bronson's the right person to do that with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that just shows you how strong of a player Bronson is, right? I mean, like, he hasn't touched the game in forever. He's barely played Is seven. that true? I mean, maybe he has. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just wondering. I mean, he's a married man now. He's got a job and everything, you know. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. But in yeah. Case, nice work. Yeah. But, I mean, his form of teabagging was landing, like, that king rolling thing. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand that. Like, so I asked the Tekken people, and basically, there's, like, two follow-ups. One that does, like, 70 damage. The other does, like, 30. So uh-huh. everyone breaks the 70, because you can break one or the other. I see. They just let you give take the 30 I see. damage. Or I see. And, but... Bronson was counting on the fact that Punko doesn't really know the game. Which oh, he really kind of doesn't. Okay. And so he landed it. Okay. And that's why he popped off. And that's why everyone <laughs> went crazy when he started uh, doing hilarious. that rolling thing. Right, the, the meat the cradle, cradle, is that what they call it? Yeah. I don't know. It's, is it the meat cradle, really? It's, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's the cradle. Oh, man. Uh, death cradle. That I sounds guess more like yeah, death cradle. Yeah, there I just heard people call it cradle in the past. Yeah. Anyway, that was cool. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Ah, hey. we've got something interesting going this on here. This is a good one. Yeah, so seventh place was Kyle P. and PR Balrog, who made his return to the Marvel scene. Uh, fifth place was J2 Jin and Jabril. And fifth place, and Jabril, remember, just had one Northwest Majors. Mm. Uh, fourth place, Killer Kai. Again. That fourth place, guy. again. He's, He's never going to win. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Third place, Ryan LV in yeah. third place. Yeah. Second place, Apology Man. First place, New York's Chris G. There you go. Now, nice I, look, I know that there was a lot of flack for this. Uh, Angelic tweeted out that Ryan LV had a plane to catch, so he might not have been playing as hard. But I think that's a genius option select. I think that was a brilliant mind game to play. So I think that's the meta right there. That's oh, yeah. true meta game right, right there. Yeah. You know, but uh, <laughs> shout outs to Chris G and Apology Man and Chris G. Um, I mean, I hope this inspires Chris G a little bit because I know one of the things that he's been having problems with is the PS4 version of the game. Mm. But to have him actually come out here and win this, you know, because like a lot of people complain about like, it's the PS4 version. Oh, the, the, the adapters for this aren't as good. They introduce lag or whatever like that. Ryan LV is a pad player. He has an adapter, and he's been winning every tournament on the PS4 anyway. Ah. So it's like, <laughs> there you go. can you really complain about it? So, there yeah. There you go. Yeah, so... That top four is all control ty- uh, uh, type. 
mm-hmm. players, yep. type characters. Yeah. Uh, man, PR Rob making top eight. He did say that he would come back into the Marvel scene and uh, if it made it to is. Evo, yeah, he to Evo. Uh-huh. and he's back. He's doing he's it. Nice work. Again. Nice work. And shout out to Kyle P doing mm-hmm. well at West Coast Warzone and here as well. Yeah, he did well in Street Fighter as well. The, the current spirit of Marvel. Yeah. And the, the, the original spirit of Marvel. No one knows where he has gone. So. <laughs> yeah, or knew who he was before. <laughs> Smash Brothers for Wii U. Seventh place was AMS Warrior and Sonata Kyle. Fifth place, Shingo and Gunrose. Fourth place, Chuck. Third place, Wabi. Uh, second place, Trev- Trevante. And first place was Apology Man. There you go, with Lucario. Uh-huh. But most of the players were probably at, most of the stronger uh, Smash players were all at like CEO Dreamland. I, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there were many of the top players there. Yeah. But uh, Trevante was, I think I heard he was the second ranked NorCal player. Oh, yeah? Okay, okay. Please correct me if that's wrong. So, Apology Man beat him. It was a good one. I, I watched the Grand Finals. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's not ranked in that ranking. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's just because he doesn't go to enough events. Right. Yeah. But everybody, he's a strong player yeah. in that game. Nice work. Well, he won a tournament there. He got second place in another. So. He did. Uh, Pokin, seventh place was Bad Intent and Zyflare. Uh, fifth place, Suicune Master and Mellow. Fourth place, Toasty. Third place, Alistair. Second place, Double. And first place, Slipping Bug. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch, but I heard from people who I know who uh, are playing that game a lot still that uh, it, was a, it was a big turnout, and then it was mm-hmm. a really good top eight. So. It, it was one of the tournaments that got the bonus from Evo. So uh, a lot of people turned out for that. There you go. Uh, King of Fighters 14. Uh, I'll just do top four. Uh, Gen, Gen, Gen or Gen D. Uh, in fourth place, third place was Laic. Second place, Romance. And first place, Reynolds. All right. It's about what you would expect at this point because uh, a lot of people that I talk to in the KOF community say that Reynolds is kind of like unstoppable right now. That the Reynolds' worst enemy, as usual, is himself, which is the standard. So Yeah, um, sounds right. And then, of course, Smash Brothers Melee. Uh, top four was Milk Waffles in fourth place. MYL in third place, uh, Chocknator or Choknator in second place with the Ice Climbers, and first place, a Spark with Sheik. Man, Ice Climbers got second in two melee tournaments this past week. How's that even <laughs> possible? The character is clearly not good. I don't understand it. Yeah. So fun to watch, but. I love the Ice Climbers. They're clearly not a good character. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Mingo himself said that character's ass right? it seems like ass i gotta then, tell you but then again he uses like falco and fox which are just like they blow up ice climbers because you just run into them and shine and you watch them go Boop. did you watch uh armada versus uh ice climbers no i didn't get a chance it was horrible he was just peach and he was just floating I don't, I don't, <laughs> that matchup looks impossible i don't understand how that's even something somebody would do why right. would you stick with ice climbers i don't get it okay okay I mean, it's it's cool. Like it's it's that kind of thing where it's like, hey, I think it's awesome that you're doing well with a character that's not great, and it's really fun because I like the grab to death mechanic. I think that's hilarious mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and cool. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Wobbles did so well at the one evil year he right. got second place because right. fighting game fans were there cheering every time he wobbled. Yeah. And it was the first time he was like, people are happy. I'm doing this, and yeah. so like I was, I he was, was like super encouraged by it. So. I just think it's clearly bad. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. 
guess I gotta get a hype spotting in there as well. There's there's a lot of events here, so we'll yeah, we'll talk about bit. that stuff. Uh, do you want to take a break and then when we come back, we'll talk about CEO Dreamland and hype spotting. You got it, man. Okay, cool. We'll be right back, guys. Aha! Welcome back to the show. Let's talk now about other events that happened this past weekend. What's up on the docket? Uh, we have CEO Dreamland here. So this was, uh, you know, uh, Jabali has basically kind of gone full time into CEO tournaments. Yeah. So he has CEO Taku. He has, of course, the CEO proper, which is the main event. But he, this is the first year for CEO Dreamland, which is a smash, uh, smash focused yeah. tournament in Florida. Uh, they even built the Kirby tree for that, which right. was actually that was super cool. Actually, I mean, shout outs to him for the production stuff. For like sure. what they did with the with the CEO Taku stage and everything, and the commentators are always just like chilling on the couch, yeah. and they had like all the anime figures and stuff. That's like nice that. one. Yeah, it's really good stuff. So the tree was actually uh, pretty amazing as well. So, uh, but that took place over this weekend. A lot of people went out for that. So let's take a look at the results here. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Let me slide this over a tiny bit. Uh, seventh place was CLG Void and DNL Mars. Fifth place is Sam Sora and uh, ESAM. Fourth place was The Buzz. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had just won a tournament recently. Yeah. Uh, third place was NRG Nairo. Second place, Mr. R. And first place, seemingly like putting everything back into order. <laughs> TSM Zero back in first place with Diddy Kong. Yeah, that's cool. Nice did, I, work. did you get to see any of this? I did not. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to see any of uh, uh, this event, but you sick can see. dude. Duck Hunt got ninth. Yeah. Rad. Uh, let's see here. Any Larry Lur here in thirteenth place. Uh, I think Tweak just recently was picked up as well. Yeah. Uh, Melee. So here we go. So this is uh, Smash Brothers Melee seventh place. Was Pew Pew You and Diz Kid Boogie with Ice Climbers. I don't get it. You're just a surprise. I you just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, clearly it happens regularly. I just okay. don't get it. But all right. Uh, fifth place is uh, PG Plup as well as Hugs, uh, Self Hugs. Fourth place is RNG Swedish Delight. Third place, Liquid Hungry Box. Second oh, place, CLG S Fat. And first place, One. Mewtwo King nice. from Echo Fox. That's cool. Nice one. I mean that's that's also kind of returning back to original status Olden as well, times. right? Yeah. yeah. Mewtwo King. I mean Mewtwo King is about as old school as you can get. Oh yeah. So, yeah, he was playing at like those Evil East tournaments and oh, stuff so from the early that. zeros. Yeah. Uh -huh, when uh -huh. he was a baby. Yep. I always remember too, because like for the DVDs and stuff like that, I had to put their real names in there, and so people with those specific real names, like Jason Zimmerman, just like <laughs> stuck stuck out yeah. to me. So. Um, for Super Smash Brothers 64, okay. uh, top four were Sheer Madness, Fire Blaster, Let's Go, Bark Sanchez, and first place was Alvin. And look at this. They just use everybody. It's like the KOF nice. of Smash Brothers. It's been out for a while. so. Yeah. <laughs> and they also had Super Smash Brothers Brawl as Did well. They really? Yeah. Uh, fourth place was Seagull Joe. Second place was MVG Salem. Second place was a V115, and first place was Nairo. NRG Nairo still nice able work. to keep up with that game. It always reminds me of like when Vi and Choi could play Alpha 2 and Alpha 3 at the same event. 
Like, I just don't know how, like, it's got to be kind of confusing, right? I don't know. They probably play different characters. Yeah. I mean, it's only, Snake is only in that game, for example. Right. Oh, Meta Knight's true. not actually in Smash yeah. 4. Or... <laughs> uh, doubles. Uh, first place went to Zero and Nairo teaming up together. That's right. a really cheap team. That actually makes me sad to see Void and Nakat, and Nakat's not playing Ness. Makes me sad. Oh. Makes me sad. Well. Yeah. Uh, doubles in Smash Brothers Melee was won by S Fat and Pew Pew U. They defeated Hungry Box and Mewtwo King. Dang! All right. Wow. Okay. Nice work. And they also had uh, rivals of Ether there. Uh, top four were Aura Windows, uh, MSB, uh, Kisuno, and Fullstream. And Brawlhalla was there as well. Top four: That's cool. Starlight, Maltimum, Noel, and Boomy. All right. Yeah. Well, nice work. So that was uh, CEO Dreamland. Once again, shout-outs to Mr. Jabaley for continually uh, adding more CEO events to his calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Nice work. Nice work. Uh, then also taking place all the way in Europe uh, was Hype Spotting, which took place in Glasgow. Sure. Glasgow in the United Kingdom. Definitely got a couple of tweets about that from last week. All right. Uh, Street Fighter V, seventh place was Sh- Shakes uh, as well as Afi, uh, both of them using Laura, although Shakes also had some Cami Karen. Fifth place was uh, Shiryuken and Dark Moon Hado. Fourth place, Problem X. Third place, Takamura. He's out there a lot. Is he just like chilling in Europe right now? or He's a German dude. Oh, he's a German dude? I must be thinking of somebody else then. Okay, but is he Japanese or is he... He doesn't look like it, okay, but I'm okay, not sure. Okay. To, I'm thinking to be of somebody else. I'm thinking of somebody else then. Okay. <laughs> Second is Kobolcog, and first place was RB Luffy. Nice. So Luffy taking it with Mika. Yeah. Again, uh, dude, like at this point in time, like if anybody. Oh, is he Belgian? Oh, he's Belgian. Okay, okay. Just so he just has a Japanese name. Okay. Um, so uh, at this point in time, like anyone wants to even pretend that Mika is like. Not top ten at this point. Yeah, okay. She's very good, clearly. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, just, I don't think she got nerfed at all, really. Like, she just, she's clearly. Not, yeah, yeah, she's nerfed. Clearly but, nerfed, but yeah, still clearly strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, Tekken Seven was also played there. Uh, fourth place was C Krizzle, uh, DJ Vu. Third place, second place, The Truth, and first place, Kane and French. Uh, Mortal Kombat XL, uh, no shocks here. Dang, Tekken Master fourth. Oh, okay. I actually didn't watch I, this. I was looking at top three. That, I was just looking that at top, top three. That yeah. top four looks super legit. Yeah, so. then third place was Razor, oh, second final. place was That's Madsen, cool. and first place, a Foxy Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Have a, how, how often have a Foxy Grandpa and Sonic Fox faced off with each other in the most recent recent MKXL patch? Uh, that I am not super sure. Okay. Because I'd like to see them, like, I wonder what would happen at this point. So, uh, King of Fighters 14, fourth place, Breaking Max, Joe Gas Mask, Atma, and Inferno Kong. Uh, Revelator was Mike, and uh, C4 IQ, LQ, not sure, uh, IQ probably, uh, Kaisertron, and Rad, Killer Instinct, top four, uh, Psychomancer, Legend, Bane Mobius, Valorax, and mm. Smash Brothers 4. Look at that uh, character diversity in KI. Beautiful. Beautiful. Dang, that is crazy, actually. There's Beautiful. not a single repeat character in top eight. Nine characters. Nine Beautiful. characters in top eight. Good job. Good job. Yeah. 
And then uh, Slump, Yakabine, Scarfelt, and Magi Magi, in, or Maggie Maggie, whatever you want it to be. I don't know. First place? Uh, I only saw Street Fighter among these. He's still the daddy, was fifth place in... Yeah, yeah he is. I'm still the daddy, was Who fifth he place, place in... He's with Saber Wolves. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Dude, uh, I saw him. There was also footage of him playing in a Super Turbo tournament with Guile. Mm. Yeah. I'm just surprised the Saber Wolves. I feel like that's not Guile at all, but I don't know. He's got flash kick, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I only saw Street Fighter. Uh, it was cool, man. Uh, nice work to uh, uh, Kobokog. I hadn't, I mean, obviously I've seen him, but uh, nice to see him do as well as he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Irish player. It's cool. Okay. No, I mean, it's nice because, you know, when you, when you think about people from Europe, um, as somebody from not Europe, I tend to think about people who are in France and, like, England, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too much about the Irish scene, but uh, he seems like a really good player, so I thought that was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you want to take a break before we talked about Injustice 2, or did sure. you want to just talk about Injustice 2 now? Let's take a break. Okay, cool. We'll be right back, guys, with some Injustice 2 updates. Aha. Welcome back to UltraGen TV. What are you talking about? Injustice now? Yeah, Justice. So I just wanted to talk about some of the characters that have been demonstrated they've been highlighted yes on the old mm-hmm. watchtower mm-hmm. streams that they have they have weekly streams more or less where they talk about characters that are coming in the game, yep which they did with mkx which was awesome and even in injustice one didn't they do something like that i believe so yeah. i believe they did I yeah so. well they've been awesome about that it's been very very cool mm-hmm. and this most recent one had gorilla grod firestorm whose name i have trouble remembering fireman just yeah uh-huh. yeah uh, and Scarecrow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, at the start of it, it was kind of cool. They had a, an animator guy on, or like special effects guy on, uh-huh. and he said that the way that they got Firestorm's, like, he has fire above him. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, moves wherever he goes, right? And they said uh-huh. that the way that they made that work is they gave him a pointy wizard hat that they then made full of flames in it. And then they made the hat invisible. <laughs> that was just really funny. <laughs> oh, man. The things that you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was really, uh, I thought uh, that was really funny. Anyway. Um, so, Gorilla Grodd is this very very cool uh, mid-rangey character that okay. has just good... Seems like a good mid-rangey approach right. offensive type character. Uh, his, his trait, though, I think this is very interesting. His trait does a few things. But one of the things it does is it allows him to walk forward through projectiles. He can just walk. It's like rain, kind of, in in, uh, in Mortal Kombat 3, I think it was. He had the ability to like, turn on projectile invincibility. I don't even remember. Oh, okay. I never... <laughs> never really into the old MKs. I thought they okay. were garbage. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so I thought that was cool. He seems, to me, he doesn't seem super interesting otherwise, mm-hmm. but I, I wanted to point out that thing because that kind of goes along with the rest of what I want to talk about. Um, then, well, my question is, how did they utilize his like supreme intelligence trait? Like, do they have anything? Mind yeah, control? he has like a force push. Yeah, he has a he has a move that I think they called mind control, okay. where he like makes you contort and you hurt yourself. Uh, right. Okay. You okay, know, okay. but he's mostly about mid range normals to like moving forward and getting in. Okay. Uh, and then firestorm, dude. His projectile is like definitely faster than old Sagat. 
<laughs> like his his ex fireball mm. it's like definitely faster than old okay, it's like okay, okay, it's like okay. the full screen it was crazy uh, and he has traps that he puts on the ground uh, he has kind of assy offensive options at the start but then his trait is that he builds up more Heat. nuclear power or whatever oh, okay. yeah, 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 he, yeah whatever uh-huh. it is and, as, and over time he gets more access to more damage and some of his moves change okay. so for example when he doesn't have any of that power his overhead just knocks down, but when he has it, it becomes a launcher. Okay, okay, you know, like okay. Stuff like that. Yeah, so. standard, standard, like, yeah. uh, like, Raven. But, like, it takes chair. a long time to build up. They said you could probably only get it, like, once or twice per game. Right. At most. This chair is... Uh, anyway, so very, very strong zoning character. And then, uh, uh, Scarecrow was super interesting. He's basically Dawson. Oh, what? Yeah, he has Dawson normals. Holy crap! Like he's a he's a zoner of sorts, but it's Dalsum zoning. It's not like projectile zoning it's per like, se. Like instead of fists and arms and legs, he uses the sickle, right? He uses the huge sickle. Okay. And even okay. even some of his uh, some of his normals are he's just like limbs are very long, right? Because they made him like a really long, rangy looking mm-hmm. character. Uh, and he has uh, uh, this damage over time mechanic that ends up building. Uh, uh, a full screen low that's the trait that ultimately builds up right uh, so he has he's this big range character but he also has command grabs and he looks super sick he has a plague doctor alternate costume it's so cool you know plague doctor uh oh uh have you ever seen the kind of like bird nose looking mask oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay, okay 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 back in it, back in it. the ancient eras uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mid- uh-huh. medieval times <laughs> That's the kind of mask doctors would use if they were treating plague victims because they didn't know really like wh- how plague was spread. So they, would, <laughs> they had these masks and in the nose part of it is like all these whatever, like oh, incense, right, whatever, okay, stuff okay, that okay. they thought was important. Got it, got um, it. Anyway, looks very, very cool. Did and you see the, the, the Ivy intro trailer? I did see the, I did see the intro trailer. Um, she looks like she, as I was hoping, she has a plant that she places on the ground and it starts spitting. <laughs> yeah. It's like basically Zyra. It's that's what I was hoping for. She's basically Zyra from League of Legends. Mm, Character okay, that's okay. basically the same. You okay, put plants okay. in spots and the okay, plants okay. shoot. Um, that looks really, really cool. So looks like she has good movement and, and ranged options. And then this past week there was an event in somewhere in Europe that Ketchup and Mustard went to and some right. other, I think it was yeah, in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, they got to go. And I read a big write-up that Ketchup did about Deadshot. Yeah, there's a second write-up that just came out earlier today on a different character oh, as which? well. Yeah, right. I don't remember. I don't oh, okay. remember which, cool. but I, I definitely seen that saw yet. that tweeted on my timeline. So. Awesome. Uh, well, I look forward to reading that, but Deadshot, he is a zoner. Very strong projectile zoning character, according mm-hmm. to what Ketchup described. Seems like he has a bunch of ranged options. Anyway. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? Yes. With this uh, game. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so You're excited, basically. I, I, I am excited because it's it's a game, as it was in Justice 1, where zoning is legit. It's not just, was it legit in Injustice 1, the funny thing is now it's super good. Now when I picture you getting excited right now, it's just making me think of the scene in Ghostbusters where the eggs just kind of explode and like, you know, because your shirt, it's just like, I just imagine these eggs just like, and you're like all excited about it. But... Okay, anyway, <laughs> continue. continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a game where zoning is legit. 
But at the same time, I brought up the Gorilla Grodd trait because he has the ability to just walk right through projectiles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, doesn't have access to that terribly often right. when the trait's yes. up. Yes. But that's, an, that's, a, that's a tool. And he has another special move that's basically a very, very tall jump mm-hmm. that you can then cancel into your normal attacks okay. in the air or drop down. Um, so he has these ways to get through projectiles. And then, like, Bane, they showed, right? Bane has... He's definitely a rushdown character. Very good up close. But the way he gets through that is through projectiles is with armor. Mm-hmm. Of course, he doesn't have access to all the time, but he does sometimes. So they have they have built as they did in Justice One, very strong zoning characters. Yeah, yo, that firestorm storm ex projectile seriously was in, it almost instant full mm-hmm. screen, mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. super fast. Uh, but they also have very strong anti zoning characters. So I like that. It's not it's not that there's like some characters are all right at zoning. Other characters don't have to really worry about it that often. Right. Or maybe, like, you gave them a V-skill that deals with it, but, like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because how often do you see projectiles? Right. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. They're making everything really strong. And and I really like that because uh, that's, to me, a much more interesting style of play. Obviously, it's not the only game series that does that. Right. right? There's yeah, plenty yeah, of others, yeah. but... Uh, I, that's something that I'm really excited about for Injustice is yeah, that we'll, I feel we'll like I'm going to get into one be... of those game franchises in just a little bit once we get into the later news. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. I, I, I really like that. I'm really excited for the ability to play a very strong balsam kind of zoner. There's a strong yep. projectile zoner. Yep. There's a strong super rushdown character in Bane who I feel like I was... I've been a jerk in many games, friends, but I feel like my Injustice Bane experience was... Right at the top of jerkery. That was always interesting, like because I, I, I guess I, I never seen you play him or like. I, oh yeah, he's my main, my main. Right, player. right. But I'm just like, just even from what I remember seeing, obviously you could power him up with armor, but like I, I he do. got real crazy, dude. Of course, really? okay, yeah. Okay, people had okay. sick option selects where if somebody did a wake up attack, uh-huh. then you would automatically cancel into your special move that was armored. And whatever reason this this works in NRS games, if you do a meaty button and uh-huh. the opponent wakes up with something that's invincible, your button's cancelable. I don't know why. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but it uh-huh. is. So you can cancel into your armored, instantly armored uh-huh, attack. So uh-huh, if somebody uh-huh. does a wake up attack, uh cool. Right. Boop. Right on through. <laughs> so it was very oppressive. Okay. It was okay, very crazy okay. and oppressive. Yeah, I mean here it just all kinda I'm goes so back. <laughs> it kinda goes back again to that whole Thing about Street Fighter V, where a lot of people don't feel like they can express themselves necessarily. Yeah. yeah, they can play characters in different styles, but it's still mostly one style. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's interesting, and this is something that I, I really kind of want to talk about uh, at some point in time, too. I didn't know when, but like, you know, back in Street Fighter IV and, and a lot of these other games, there was always this concept of character loyalty. Like, if you were a fan of Cody, you'd be like, what Cody players should I go watch? And you would watch them, and you'd become big fans of them, and, okay. and such like that. I don't feel like that's really the case in Street Fighter Five anymore. Like, I just feel like you just become fans of just the player, and it doesn't matter who they use, because it really doesn't matter as much who they use. Like, I, I you know, the, 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 the knockdown mix-up, I just feel like it's too, too much of the game. I guess I don't really agree with that, but yeah. uh, I, know, I know it's a common thought. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I I do find self-expression in SF5, but I do certainly think that other games, the, la- the last two Street Fighters have been very much 
uh, sort of conventional, if that's mm-hmm. if that's a term, um, for fighting games. Uh, they've been grounded. They've been slow, comparatively right. speaking. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Grounded, slow. You don't get to do a bunch of crazy stuff. It's very mid-range, heavy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you get a knockdown and you play your mix-ups, which are not super crazy, other right. than unblockables, I guess. But that was eventually <laughs> dealt with. But they're not super crazy, right? Uh-huh. Right. Mika's pretty good offense, but like compared to some other stuff that exists in other fighting games, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. pretty lukewarm, right. honestly. Um, you don't get to like imagine if Mika could cancel her forward fierce into. Uh, something instantly armored if you did a wake up dragon punch. <laughs> right. Uh-huh, which is uh-huh. what Bane is. Right. right. Like that's, uh-huh. uh, so, I don't know. The last two Street Fighters have been like that. And at the same time, other games have gone even crazier. Mm-hmm. So, there's a, lot, there's a lot of choice out there. You know, you can, you can play whatever style you want. But I feel like it used to be the case that Street Fighter was kind of experimental. Mm-hmm. Alpha's very experimental. Right. Alpha three especially. Right. Alpha three is uh, the craziest one. Yeah, you know, Street Fighter three with Perry and Third Strike ultimately, but the last two have been very much not like that. I feel like that's a big part of why Street Fighter is as popular as it is in mm-hmm, uh, four mm-hmm, and five because mm-hmm. you can see what's going on relatively easily, and you you know it's not like you're you just don't have to figure stuff out visually as much as you do in other games. It's not as fast paced, not as crazy. I feel like that's part of why it's, it's popular, but at the same time. I really love doing the crazy stuff. I just, mm-hmm. I want to do stuff like I can do in Injustice 2 and in MKX and right. in Killer Instinct and other stuff. Uh, that's, Undernight, I got to play a character in Waltz. He was a grappler who had you know, two, <laughs> two-thirds three moves, right, yeah. so was, uh, uh, uh You got Hilda over there, which was a character that could start a vortex from three-quarter screen and dealt good damage. I mean, there's crazy stuff in other games that I really like and I'm excited for. So, that stuff is out there if you are okay. interested in it. Okay. okay. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm definitely interested in Injustice, and, um, God, I just don't know who I want to play in this game yet. I just need to, like, look at all the characters. And really Honestly, man, I feel like Catwoman is kind of boring. I, I thought she was super boring in the last game, too. Like I said, I wasn't the one who picked her. Yeah, right, right yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, so far, I mean... I, I only tried Black Canary because I thought she had a hooligan throw, and that kind of made me excited, but that was yeah. a hit. Just an overhead. Yeah, just an overhead. So I'll see. I'll see. There's a lot of characters in that game. That, you know, a lot There's of so much styles. wild stuff. Right, yeah. exactly. So yeah. I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out yeah. with that. So uh, Okay. Uh, right. Anything else you want to say about Injustice? It's coming out pretty soon. Next month, mm-hmm. I guess. So. I mean, it's going to be playable as a tournament game at Combo Breaker, like a week old. That's right. The game is going to be like only a week old, and it's going to be there for a turn for the tournament. So that's going to be pretty fun. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. right. Catwoman has uh, she's not as boring as before. She has a little bit more juice. That's right. She has a cat summon. That's yeah, right. That's she right. can actually throw cats at people. Yeah. yeah, there's a little bit more potential interest in there for me yeah. but uh, I mean yeah. she might be a character that I pick early on just because I remember her moves and right. stuff like that so we'll see but yeah. uh if, if I had to say one archetype that I don't really see so far in Injustice it's uh, just like the grounded footsies character yeah just yeah. like the mid-range normal I mean it's, it's, it's always been harder to, to play footsies in that it's game harder to right? do. so yeah. it's always been I actually feel like Bane is really good at that oh, or was before okay. hopefully he will okay. be good We'll yeah, I just want someone who can control the pace of a match by hitting buttons a lot and being aggressive. 
that's the kind of character that I always like to play. Yeah, maybe you check out Grodd. I don't know. He seems like maybe that kind of guy. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Playing more uh, stuff to Chad Chad mode, I've seen Sonico from Nitro Plus Blasters. Dude, that character is hilarious. I have also seen that. Yeah, all she has is cats. All she has is cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and well, she, like, she also had her band members, too, I think it was. But, like, cats were, like, That's what I mean. her ground attacks were the same as her jumping attacks because they were just cats on the ground. And whether you were in the air yeah. or the ground, you would make the cat attack the same yeah, way. Yeah, it was yeah. actually a pretty damn funny character. So Yeah, uh, folks in the chat are right, by the way. Aquaman is definitely the character uh, that just hits buttons and controls space. Man! that's You're right. That's it's definitely the footsie's character. Do I really want to Do I really want to play Aquaman? <laughs> he was good. Hopefully he won't be as good this time. Yeah. <laughs> or at least not as boring. I don't know. All right, cool. Well, let's just go into the community and game news and stuff like that at this point in time. So, yeah, uh, the one thing that I really want to bring up first is this one is the one that excites me the most. Undernight in Birth EXE Latest finally has a release date for consoles. And this is the game that I was referring to. Well, the home version is also going to add an extra character in there as well. But um, this is the game that I was referring to that had the great variety of styles of play, lots of different yes. kinds of characters. Absolutely. In here, uh, you had um, very fun game. Yeah, uh, Hilda, which was like crazy very zoning strong character, Cra- full screen overhead, dude. Yes. I mean, yeah. Zoner uh, with dive kick, crazy. Yeah, and uh, that was a character that Arturo got super good at. Yeah, she's very good. Uh, but a lot of different styles in that game. So I'm really excited about that. The new character is going to be named Enkido. Um, and there's also going to be new system and balance changes to the console version. Oh. Yeah. And so this game uh, comes out on, uh, let's see here. So stay tuned for, this for more information after the issue goes on sale on April 20th. Okay. So they haven't released, they haven't given us a release date, but... Okay. Well, they just saying that it is coming out on the console version, unless unless people have found that already. But they said the issue is coming out in two days, so we'll find out a little bit more at that point in time. But yeah, this game has been in the arcade in Japan for like two years. A bunch of people have been talking about how much they love this game. Internet was a really really fun game. I, mm-hmm. I loved I love playing, but yeah, that was a while ago yeah. at this point. And I know that the arcade version is. Uh, it's not Shoutouts to Greetings Mortal for the subscription. Much appreciated. But um, uh, So some people are saying July 20th that it's coming out. And then someone said May 28th. And now it says it's July 20th. So a lot of people are saying uh, July 20th, I guess. So. Well, um, at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of feel like it's going to get lost in the scramble. It's going to get dunked. But, I mean, I, I, let's see what we can do to try to get it as not dunked as possible. Because, I mean, it, it really is, honestly, like, that and KOF are probably... But the, the nice thing about Uniel is it's not a team game, so you only right. need to learn one character. And um, in terms of fighting games, it's like, at least from an anime game perspective, it's still the most similar to Street Fighter, because there is no super jumping, yeah, and, you know, all this kind of It's fairly grounded. I mean, no air-blocking uppercuts and yeah. stuff like that, you know, so uh, hopefully, hopefully... Yeah, man, Batista was so cool. What a weird character Batista, design. Oh, God, right? She yeah, had the charge. charge forward, then back, uh-huh, and the charge uh-huh. up, then down. Yeah. yeah. Very cool ideas. Yeah, she was a cool character. So, uh, Yeah. That game was full of it. 
I don't know where you can still get an NCR shirt. Uh, I guess just at, go tweet John Choi. He's John Choi boy. He'll probably let you know. So, But I'm excited about that. Yes, Undernight in Birth finally getting a release date. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, so apparently Nintendo, their foray into, quote, fighting games, which actually is like a Gundam game, which is like Virtual Arm, but it makes sense because we've always said that we felt like Virtual Arm was really a fighting game. ARMS, uh, they revealed a new fighter for that game, and then they also revealed that the it is going to be launched worldwide on June 16th. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, the game looks crazy. Like, I saw some footage of it, and, yeah, it looks it looks like they just looked at Gundam games and virtual long games. And it was just like, this is, this is it. But instead of shooting lasers and robots, you're just guys with weird arms, stretchy arms. Yeah. But it... It looks cool to me. I, like I, I said before, I haven't seen the new trailer. Or, I don't even know if it's a trailer. There was some new video about arms that I haven't seen yet that... I've met, meant to watch, but mm -hmm. yeah, from what I've seen so far, I think it's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, Are those really the names? Springman Ribbon Girl? I think so, yeah. Uh, Springman Ribbon Girl Ninjara. It seems it's not the same. I mean, it sounds like our nicknames for the, for the Injustice characters, right? Mm. Fireman, Iceman. <laughs> yeah. Captain I can't believe Cold. how much Firestorm Shoot looks like that, Fireman yeah. and Captain Cold looks like Iceman. Like, yeah. I want them to, like, get the rest of... Like, Bane could probably be Gutsman, maybe. I'm trying to think. Is there a guy who throws bombs? Do we have a bomb man in there? You know? uh, Harley throws cupcake bombs. Anyone? Yeah, but she doesn't look much like Bomb Man. No. Uh, what about uh, Cut Man? Anyone throw scissors around? Cut Man. Not really. And then there's Alec Man. Nobody with electricity in that game. I just want them all in there so we can have a Mega Man fighting game, essentially. So, Because all we need to do is just like find the right gear to like turn them to make them look as much like it as possible. I hope they do that. That'd be awesome. I think that would be funny. So, uh, But yes, uh, of course, um, ARMS will be on the Nintendo Switch. There was a Nintendo Direct that just came out. That's probably the video that you want to look that at. That probably is the video yeah, I want to look uh -huh. at. So uh, I haven't gotten a chance to watch the whole thing. I watched like part of it, and I was like, shit, I don't have time right now, so I'm going to go. And I did the whole thing where I liked the tweet, and now it's sitting in my pool of 700,000 likes yeah. of things that I can. Dude, Twitter, please add a, an ability to sort your likes into folders. I would love that so much because there are useful gifts that you want to go back to. There are things that you just want to save. There's just like, hey, these are the things that I want to get to later Makes on to read. To Dude, please let me sort my likes, please. If anyone out there knows any sort of like third-party Twitter thing that lets you sort your likes, just please tweet it at me at Jay Chenzer so I can Makes organize sense. that because my likes is a mess right now. Makes sense. Um, yeah, Black Adam might be like Elect Man, I guess. Mm, okay, okay. You could see that. Yeah, I know, right? Twitter doesn't give a crap what I'm saying here right now. Uh, last week we mentioned that the Eternal Champions guy wanted to make a sequel, but apparently he's come up with a name and he has like mock-up renders now, but I think he's going to call it, what was it? It was like some goofy name, like uh, Eternal Successors. Well, I'm yeah. not sure we'll see the senator back <laughs> in the game. Oh, man. Yeah, Twitter also needs an edit button, too. So. Yes, it does. And I just make it so that you can only edit a tweet for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Because that way, if it, like, after 30 minutes, then... 
if everyone likes it and retweets it, yeah. at that point, then you can't change it. Makes sense. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah uh, Eternal Champions. All right, I guess. Well, good luck to them. Yeah, good luck. Exactly. Um, couple of really interesting things that I saw on the uh, on SRK. There is uh, two tournaments recently from the Mikado Arcade. Mikado, which is where they run like a lot of the Guilty Gear stuff, where Joni Osan does a lot of the Guilty Gear stuff. But apparently they just recently had tournaments for Marvel Super Heroes, which is a broken-ass game, as well as Project uh, Justice Rival Schools 2, which is a broken-ass game. Cool. So I actually really want to go and watch these, because you just want to see what high-level yeah. brokenness uh, for these games look like. But if you go to uh, shoryuken.com and do a search for Mikado Arcade, I'm sure you'll find both of those links, and you can probably just find them on their YouTube as well. Uh, it's youtube.com. Oh, come on. There's got to be a channel name for this. Or it's probably going to be in Japanese, no, actually. That's... Yeah, the Mikado Arcade stuff is in Japanese. But uh, if you go to SRK, you should be able to find those links there. And uh, and you can go watch some... There's a Thanos exhibition? Is that what I just said? There was a Thanos exhibition? I was just reading the SRK post. Oh, okay. Talking okay. about it. That's what it... I think I read that. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So we're we not going back. Talked about that. Uh, we talked about uh, Poison Ivy already. Uh, so uh, KVO Cross TSB, uh, which happens every year, is coming up very shortly. Actually, it's going to be uh, taking place in Osaka, May fourth through sixth. It's going to be a three-day event. Check out this lineup. What, dude. what this, is this? What this lineup is crazy. All right, what, what, what do they got here? So they got uh, so Thursday. The first day will be Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. All the tournaments are capped, by the way. Uh, this one's at one twenty-eight. Super Smash Brothers Melee at sixty-four. Pokémon at ninety-six, mm-hmm. and Guilty Gear Rev Two singles. Uh, at 192 entrants. Uh, Friday will have the top eight of Guilty Gear Rev 2, as well as Rev 2 3v3 teams. Hmm. King of Fighters 14 singles capped at 96. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 capped at 96. And Street Fighter 5 3v3 capped at 32 teams. Okay. And then Saturday will have Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3v3 teams. Cool. 32 teams. Uh, Kuhime Enbu. Uh, capped at 64. Fate Unlimited Codes, with the most unfortunate abbreviation, uh, capped at 32 <laughs> teams, 2v2 teams. Chaos Code, New Sign of Catastrophe, which is uh, capped at 64. Blaze Blue Central Fiction, capped at 128. And King of Fighters 14 Group Battle, capped at 64 entrants. And again, Ooh. TSB, of course, is Team Stickbug. Uh, uh, of course, Alan in New York helps run all that, pretty much. And... Uh, so he's going to be over there. Registration is now available. But uh, last year, the stream was uh, provided by Team Spooky. Probably should be the same thing this year, hopefully. And so hopefully there will be an English stream for that uh, with yeah, English nice. commentary as well. But uh, that should be really exciting. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. interesting. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, oh, and Street Fighter Five. that's right. Uh, they announced that there was the new stage, the new bison stage, and the new costumes coming out. Right. You know, so we have um, even more 
Chun-Li and Ryu. I was just costume. about to make that joke, dude. Ryu's like 600th costume and Chun-Li's 58th costume. Like, I would be mad about the Chun-Li costume if she's wearing glasses in that costume. I think it's kind of nice looking. I'm, dude, like, I'm not gonna lie. I ha- I'm one of those glasses people, you know? like Glasses people. With girls with glasses, it's always just like... Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my jam. So you know, people can be idiots and wear glasses. Yeah, doesn't mean that they're smart. It doesn't matter. I just oh, think okay. they look cute with glasses. Okay. Right. Nothing to do with the implications. Oh, okay. Of it, so right. I just think they look cute with glasses. Well, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, also uh, they have jury. The jury costume is actually kind of oh neat. the goth jury. Yeah, I mean that was like someone like bored down deep into Mike Ross's subconscious and was like. What costume would we get Mike Ross to play yeah. our character? And they created the right costume for that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why one of my favorite fighting game characters is Kyoko from Rival Schools. Not only does she have the, 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 the legs, she also has the glasses, right? She wore glasses all the time. Rival Schools. Yeah, Let's Kyoko. She was one of the teachers. She was one of the teachers. Ah, yes. Dude. Yes, Kyoko. Um, okay. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, did, 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 they said, I guess Brainiac is going to be, I don't know if he's a playable character, but he says you've arrived for the final chapter of Injustice 2 Shattered Alliances this Thursday. I don't know what that means. Me neither. This. Story stuff. Uh, Brainiac. I wonder if he's going to be a boss-only character, if he's going to be playable. I hope he's playable. I'd be bummer if yeah. he was. Only a um, boss character. See, Final chapter focusing on Brainiac will release this Thursday, including according to the Justice Injustice Twitter account. While we've seen a few in-game shots of the character after he was unveiled of the narrator of the Lions Redrawn trailer, in addition to being the game's new lead antagonist and likely final boss, we haven't seen any form of gameplay from the Collector of Worlds. This trailer will hopefully provide us with a taste along with a larger look at his role. Yeah, so it's all just story mode stuff, so no confirmation yet. Uh, that uh, the character will be playable, but hopefully, uh, it's. Oh, Brainiac is confirmed playable. Okay, yeah, I would be okay. very, very surprised if he was not playable. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Yeah, Dark Side will be playable for sure. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, that's right. And some people were saying that they were data mining some stuff, and it almost seems like in the next patch for the stage and for the the costumes, or maybe even the April patch that we've heard nothing about coming out later on this month. Uh, they might actually update the trials. <laughs> Whoa. Which would be kind of nice. But that's only according to data mined evidence. You know, they data mined some stuff and saw some things that kind of led to that. So, Which would be right before DreamHack, GTO Akira points out. For the costumes right? and stuff like that? Yeah, oh, assuming yeah, yeah. that's. Assuming it, the costumes in the balance patch come out. Right, right. The same I, time somehow as likely. I, do we. Do we know that that's going to happen? No, I don't. Know? Not yeah. that I, maybe, but not right, that I've heard. Right. Um, but I mean, if there's going to be an, an April balance patch, there's like one week left, and I guess I guess it could happen after Dream Right. Hack if there's they find that like end of April thirtieth moment, which is Sunday. So. Did you see the new teaser for Ultra Street Fighter Two? No. Where there was like touch screen controls for it, you could do T Hawk Super while walking forward and just be like super on the Genius. touch screen. <laughs> yeah, that's going swimmingly over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how this game is gonna go. I'm 
So like I said, the fact that they have real tech throws in there, the question really comes down to is what else is getting balanced? Right? They put real techs in there. They put in uh, Evil Ken, Violet Ken, and Violet Evil Ken. Ryu. And, yeah, there's just, like... With the command dash that goes through fireballs. That you can cancel buttons Look, into. I'm 100% going to get this game, and I'll play it. Now, one, there's no stick for the game yet, so that's going to be a problem just from the get-go. I'm going to have to be playing the Street Fighter on yeah. a pad like this. But um, I'll get it. I'll play it. I'll stream myself playing it, and we'll see how it goes. But, uh... If- there's a lot of content in that game, though. They're, they revealed, like, a color edit mode. They oh, revealed, cool. like, these cool online features. Like, it was just like they, they like, put a lot of work into oh, it. Cool. And you're just like... <laughs> just not for a hardcore player. Hey, maybe it's going to be great. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. Probably not. Uh, yeah, there is a Switch Hori fight stick coming. Yes, that's true. That's true. It, on, on the Switch, can you play two-player without using the tiny little ones? Can you have two people playing the same Switch? Without probably. Using, like, the tiny... I would imagine so. You can probably connect a second controller to mm-hmm. it. I can't see why you wouldn't be able to. You just have to have. have you would just have to buy two extra Joy Cons and then like hook it up. Because it's just like the Wii. Like when you log, it, when you connect with it, um, it it lists as one blue square out of four. You know what I mean? Okay. So you can definitely do that. That's so. cool. Oh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. Uh couple of things uh, from the community yeah, that are r- really cool. Uh, Cross Counter TV has expanded to Melee. Apparently there is that um, online version of Melee that you can play. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, they have enlisted the help of Scar and Toph to do their own version of the Excellent Adventures this called The Reeds. Okay. And it is going to be a Melee Online Excellent Adventures. Interesting. Yeah, Toph is still good at that game, right? He's Sure. <laughs> I, he, isn't he no, still no, playing no. and like doing well? Yeah, 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 yeah. he is. Like, he is, he is. Yeah. And, and, and Scar is also... Uh, he's decent. He still enters, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's not good? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I was trying to put you on the spot. So <laughs> I actually have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about the Melee Online. I don't know how well it plays, yeah. but it's on, like, the, the, the GameCube emulator, the Dolphin, Dolphin emulator, I think it is. Yeah, That's what so. I've heard. Be interesting, yeah. But Scar, based, yeah, Scar is like the Mike Ross of Smash, for sure. Yeah, so. that, seems, that seems accurate, yeah, yeah. in terms of personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, a uh, really, really cool thing. Uh, recently, uh, I think it's Game Informer magazine, but the article is up online now. But they had a little uh, article about Bang the Machine. Really? Yeah, it was really interesting where they talked about, you know, the, the fact that they had the problem with the World Trade Center and, like, yeah. lost all the footage and all that stuff like that. So, yes, it is at Game Informer. Uh, so you can look it up. So I'm sure if you go to GameInformer.com and then go look up Bang the Machine, you should be able to find it there. Just do a Google search for it. There it's a short go. little article, but it's cool to actually see people talk about it and seeing what they can actually do to... Uh, you know, try to get that. They're still trying to release it. Peter Kang's still Are trying they really? to release it. Are they really? Yeah, uh, he's still trying to find a way to release it. So, But they said, like, to get the rights to all the music in the movie might cost around, like, $300,000 or something like what that. What a racket. So, yeah, I know, right? It's just unfortunate how it all turned out. In case people don't know, I mean, you'll read the article and find out all about it, but they just put music to it to shop it around to get a true publisher, and then they would write their own soundtrack. So they just put a bunch of existing copyrighted songs for the trade shows 
lost all their footage. That was the only version left. And yeah. so they were kind of screwed over. So, And there's a lot of scenes where they said that they actually have two songs playing at once. Because there's actually a software these days that can like extract music out of these things. Oh. Dude, you don't even know. That makes sense. Software for music has made music so fraudulent now. Like my 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 ex coworker who was a music producer okay. would just tell me about these things. Like literally, if you strum a guitar, it there is software now that will go and break the notes apart. You can rip one of the notes of this one string out of there. You can move the notes and you can do everything. Awesome. So like you could actually move all the notes around, do whatever you want to them. And so you could basically Jeez. make someone play anything that they want. That sounds right? awesome. Why not? Dude, it's scary. But like, then it's like, how do you know if they're good? Well, if they're the person who put the thing together. Yeah. Well, the producer is good. Yeah, exactly. That's so, what matters, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. So. Oh, okay. You got it. Uh, and then finally, last thing I want to mention is that Born Free Tweets uh, interview. It's actually an hour long. It's an yeah, hour it long interview with Bon Chan. A lot of it obviously is taken up by translation time. Uh, but you definitely want to check that out. It's very interesting. Bon Chan pulls no punches. He pulls <laughs> yeah. no punches on this art, uh, on this thing. And I don't know, like some people are saying the translator might have over embellished on some things, okay. but like, and, and, and I, you know, I do apologize for even using this term because I generally don't like using it. But like one of the things that Bon Chan said is like, whoever designed Balrog in the, in the season two is retarded. Yeah, that's what, that's what the translation was anyway. Yeah, uh-huh, that's what the translation said. Actually, I think the translator said he didn't want to say it first. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that's he right. didn't want to say it himself, but yeah, you can definitely check that out on, um... Let me see if it's on Born Free Tweets channel. Uh, it is. Yeah, I'm not so, sure so he just has a go. Name, but... Yeah, just do a search for Born Free. And... Hey, people call me that. Yeah. Really... Sorry, chat. Sorry, sorry, chat. But um, you can go and find it there. It's look up Born Free and then look up Bon Chan on YouTube, and you should be able to find that interview. Like I said, doesn't pull any punches, but he asks a lot of great questions, and you find out a lot about Bon Chan as well. Yeah, um, he was uh, sponsored to go there, right? There was some spiel about that swirl pool there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I believe it was R. Kappa sent uh, set up a T-shirt sales thing, and uh, they got him basically out to uh, to NCR to do interviews. Hmm. So he has interviews. I think he just also released one with Fudo. Yeah, he did. I haven't so, seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen that did. one yet. Yeah, he, had, he has good interviews. He's been mm -hmm. doing it for a little while. It was nice. Yeah, yeah so good stuff there. But yeah. Definitely. Aha, it's our Street Fighter. Our I street thought that fighter, was the case, and I didn't want to oh, say. Okay, okay, okay. My I thought bad. it was my uh, bad. our Street my Fighter. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. My very, very cool. My apologies. Uh, very, very worthwhile person to send out. You know, he just he is a good interviewer. Mm -hmm. It's cool to hear from people. Yeah, it's a lot of good questions. A lot, of good questions. a lot of good questions. Good responses. So, yeah. Very cool. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, that's all I have for game community, etc., etc. events. So, if there's anything else that you wanted to touch on, anything else that you want to talk about, anything extraordinary Probably that you wanted to mention, my brothers and I were uh, trying to tell new egg jokes the whole weekend. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's hard. There just are not that many. There's... I mean, new egg is like a pun in itself. Yeah, right? we we got through that one. You yeah. had to go to the web, dude. Like, it's the worst thing about it is, it's like we we, we cracked basically all of the. Yokes, we could right. You know, okay. it's like it's, it's, yeah. there's only so many. Dude, the worst is when people before. put you on the spot for puns. 
Like, we were all at dinner after NCR, and then all of a sudden, like, Knuckle Dew, Chris G, and, like, LPN, and, and, and Rose were, like, sitting at another table. And all of a sudden, they're like, James, James! I'm like, what? They're like, make a new slogan for Knuckle Dew. Like, make a pun with his name. And I was like, it's too hard, because there's too many options. Like, yes. I guess they're like, five, four, three. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just, and I couldn't come up with anything. Like, yeah. you just can't, you can't totally. do it like that fast. And it had been bothering me. Like, I kept thinking of other things, like, afterwards and stuff. And I was just like, you know, like, like you know, if you fight him in tournament, you'll be... Have, you'll be having to face your due diligence or something yeah, like that. you don't that. want to go right at the obvious stuff. Right, right? uh-huh. You know, just do... Because he already does that, like we mentioned before. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He already says do. Yeah. That's do. I, I may... Like, everyone's like, what's the most obvious one? I was like, the most obvious one is just do it, yeah, right? Yeah, And they're like, boo! And I was like, okay, fine. That's, that's, that pun was do-do, right? I mean, like... That's the obvious one. Right, right. Those are all the obvious ones. Then I was thinking of, like, you know, like, um, your... Your, 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 you know, like your payment to getting wrecked is past due or something like that or yeah. like, you know, some due date or something. Yeah. Dude, it's like hard because there's hard. too many options for him. You really have to think about his. You really have to think Dang. about Dang. So. His last name is Dang. <laughs> yeah, I said that. I said that at one point, but no one got it. Oh, right. It's really sad. <laughs> I was just thinking about your Kyoko fetish, the teacher. Uh-huh. You know, you know, uh, France is having this presidential election coming up. Okay. Anyway, so what I guys... just trying to figure out how this is all tying together here. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a long road, James. Okay. Until you figure it out now. Um, one of the forerunners uh, married his teacher, and she was like 20 years older than him. Oh! Like, he actually did meet his wife as... A student? As a student. And then married her afterward. And uh, so he has... I forget what... There's like some bizarre familial relation. Like, he has a number of great nephews or something or like grand nephews or something and he's like in his late 30s or early 40s it's like this really bizarre situation anyway he might be president of france so hot it. for teacher right hot for teacher isn't that the name of a song it is uh, okay that's sure just like is. glasses dude i just i'm a fan of glasses yeah glasses are cool I mean, some people were listing what that. I guess there's a fetish name for it. There's a fetish name for everything in in Japan, right? So I guess glasses has a, as a term for that. I, apparently, I'm also a uh, Zetai Roiki fan. So uh, yeah, what so that is? That's the uh, skirt and high 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 socks, thigh high socks. I guess, yeah. yeah that's, that's apparently you can only see, thing. like, the lower upper thigh. Yeah, but they were actually saying, like, the higher it goes, like, the, there's, like, the on the scale of the Zetairoiki hotness scale, but, like, the higher it is, the better, or something like that. It's really weird, so. Um, Megane, I guess. Nobody doesn't like that, right? Like, everybody... Oh, Megane is just glasses in, in Japan, Japanese, oh. I guess they're saying, or something like that, but, yeah. I'm just saying, like, everybody likes that. The, the, the short right? skirt and the thigh-high socks? Yeah. I don't think... I don't know. Don't they? I don't know. I don't... I don't Like, it's not something that I would, like, specifically go wild for, but, like, I like it. Because, like, when... I feel like everybody when, likes Because Emma Stone did that in, like, the first Spider-Man movie, and I was like... That was, like, when I was like, okay, I'm down with Emma Stone, you know. But if you didn't remember, then I guess, you know... I still haven't seen Lala Land, actually. Spider-Man? Yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man. What was the name of the weird thing I'm supposed to look up right now? Uh, Zetai Roiki. Whew. Yeah, you're not going to spell that one. Uh, just look up thigh highs or something like that. So, 
because this is going to go well. This is not going to go well at all. Oh. <laughs> Are they talking about Futaba? That looks, that looks so normal to me. Futaba from uh, from um, uh, from Persona Five. I haven't played the game yet. I've only seen the pictures, but she's a redhead and she has the glasses. So like, I'm totally into that character too. I don't even know what, what the hell her personality is like. That's why my Final Fantasy waifu is Quistus, because she shows up in the game in glasses. And I was just like, how do you spell Quistus? Q U I S T I S. Quistus. Yes. Yeah. From Final Fantasy VIII. Glasses. Yep. I just like glasses. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, I'm an eyes man, James. <laughs> my thing <laughs> all right uh, we'll talk about that before right I'm, i had to develop a particular thing mm-hmm, due to where yeah. i went to college yes i remember that i remember that so anyways okay uh some people are saying it's supposed to be pronounced keistus not quistus interesting i know it's like i, I used to i used to pronounce it titus instead of titus in final fantasy 10 i've always pronounced it titus it's supposed to be Titus, which makes me upset because I think that sounds worse than Titus. I think Titus sounds better because it's like Titus Andronicus, right? It yeah. sounds like it sounds more. Titus sounds kind of weak, but Titus sounds weird. The actual voice actor of Titus said the name, and he said it Titus. So I was like, okay, we're done. I thought it was so. Lake Helia forever. I didn't realize it was Lake Hylia. Yeah, actually, I was when I was doing the voiceovers on on Zelda. I was call, I called it. Uh, Helia, I think, and someone was like, it's Hylia! And I was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So. It makes total sense. Hyrule, Lake Hylia. Yeah, I guess it's true. Sense, but true. I did not it's realize. Not, it's not Hyrule, right? So. <sighs> Alrighty, well, yeah, glasses are cool. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these supposed fetishes are just things that people like that, like, everybody likes, right? Maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ryu. <laughs> things people are talking about right now anyway yeah you see that did you see uh the tnt had that clip with uh with the commentators talking about street fighter no because they had to advertise the e-league stuff oh yeah and so like they're like i think it was jeff van gundy was asking are you a ryu player or a guile player and marv was like i'm more of a guile player and nice like, work jeff van gundy was like i'm more partial to balrog myself nice work it's just like he didn't say barlog what a faker <laughs> Baker. So weird, dude. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, yeah, attractive women are attractive women. That's it. It's true. That's true. It's very, very true. It is true. It is I'm probably true. not going to watch that. But anyway, I'll watch the rest of E League. Cool. You're not going to watch so what? The, you know, the celebrity, right? Isn't oh, that, you're not going to watch it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's what they're setting up, right? It's right, like right, the right. watch mm-hmm. whoever this wrestler was. Oh, it wasn't Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy is on ESPN. He doesn't help with there. Oh, okay. My bad, Javi. I didn't know who it was. I, just, I barely listened to it, so... It sounded like Jeff Van Gundy to me, so... Anyways. Anyways. Uh, this is kind of detracted into weird territories, as it always has towards the end here, so... Uh, okay. Uh, I guess we will talk to you guys later. Uh, and uh, there is no Wednesday Night Fights this week, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's off for the week. So, yeah? Yeah. Anyways, um, E-League will be on this weekend uh, on Friday. This will be Group B. Oh, sweet. So definitely check that out on TBS on Friday night. So, all right. I will talk to you guys later. Later. Peace out, everybody. Egg jokes. Egg jokes.
And sorry for getting last episode out so late. I left on Thursday and I just didn't get it all edited in time. And then when I got to the hotel, the hotel internet wasn't very good. So I just had to get it out today. So apologies. I'll try to get today's episode out a little bit sooner. So, okay. (laughs) Exit.